0: Welcome back to the budget babe podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about a very specific cost that eventually adds up and that is subscription services. I'm going to go over the average cost, what to eliminate and why you may consider saving the money for other experiences. I'm also going to talk about services that you definitely need to unsubscribe from in order to live your best life. You're listening to The Budget Babe Podcast, where we talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. My name is Ella, and I'm so excited that you have joined me today. Thank you again for tuning in this week. I am so excited because it is episode number 10. Uh, The reason 10 number 10 is so significant to me is because my friend and mentor, Wyatt Wallace, who hosts a podcast called Corkscrews and Contracts, told me to hang in for the first 10 episodes before I start seeing traffic. I currently have over 300 downloads and I could not be more grateful. By the way, if you own a home or if you want to own a home, definitely listen to Corkscrews and Contracts because Wyatt and his lovely girlfriend Jennifer are amazing to listen to. They work in Nashville, which is one of the fastest growing real estate markets, and they know everything and anything there is about real estate. They even took the time to help me get started on this podcast after their podcast became a success. So Wyatt and Jennifer, if you are listening, thank you both so much for helping me get started. If you, like me, consider yourself a podcast junkie and love listening to various podcasts, chances are you have ditched more traditional mediums such as cable, radio, and news to better customize entertainment to your preferences. A $10 monthly subscription here, a $15 subscription box there, a few specialized streaming services such as Disney+, Plus, your favorite news source streaming service, iCloud, or even delivery services such as Postmates. Uber has a subscription service that you know, entices you saying that you'll save money and also gives you preferential treatment if you subscribe to these. Now, with subscription services, you may think that you are either saving money or you're not spending a lot at all, but once you add them all up, you might want to guess again on that. According to various sources, such as Next Generation Personal Finance and MarketWatch, the average American spends around two thirty-seven a month on subscription services. Holy moly, that's almost three thousand dollars a year. I personally could easily go on vacations, three different vacations, with three thousand dollars a year, and which I will later discuss on a travel-centered um, episode. But right now, I can't talk about traveling just because it's we're still in the pandemic. So. Once things are behind us on the pandemic, I do plan to talk about traveling, but back to subscription services, I don't mind sharing that the $237 average is actually close to my car payment. I don't necessarily like paying a car payment, but I'm more willing to bite the bullet on a car payment than I am some of the subscription services. The irony of subscription services are I was paying around $150 for cable in which I don't see the value. But I thought I could replace that with subscription services, as many people do. And once I added up what I was spending on subscription services, which is around $1,000 for me, and then read up that most Americans are spending around $3,000 on subscriptions alone, I was definitely blown away. The concept behind subscription services are this. Companies have learned that Gen Z and millennials, we love instant gratification, We're adverse to traditional shopping, and we love having packages at our door. We love the convenience of that. We also love loyalty programs in which yields repeat shopping through Amazon Prime or that preferential treatment that you would get if you had the $10 Uber subscription. Um, You may get free delivery or discounted rides, but in all reality is you're going to save more money over time. If you just look at what the competitor is offering, so if you have Uber, instead of subscribing to Uber and doing all your rides through Uber, you might want to check what Lyft is offering. If you have Postmates, you may want to check what DoorDash and Grubhub and Uber Eats are offering. You save more money that way by being more strategic about your shopping than you are if you pay monthly fee for subscription services. I've also noticed that skincare, supplements, pet products, sites like Chewy.com, also, have a subscribe and save feature where you subscribe and you save a little bit of money, a 5% here, 10% there. Amazon Prime offers it, saving that 10%. For me, it is much easier just to buy things as I need them instead of the subscribe and save because subscribe and save is just going to have me stuck up on things I don't need and spend more money in the long run than that measly 5% that I'll be saving if I use the su- subscribe and save service. Subscribe and save means going to automatically grab from your account and ship to your door without you even having to think about buying it. That sounds convenient in some ways, but in other ways, no, that sounds like an abomination to your bank account. What I want to do from here is dive deeper into eliminating subscriptions to save money and your sanity, since this is a lifestyle podcast. But first, I want to give you a message from one of our lovely sponsors. Let's get back to the discussion on what your subscriptions may be costing you. Weighing out which subscription is worth the cost and which is not is entirely up to you. But what I'm going to ask you to do, if you haven't already, is to write out all of your TV, music, cable, reading, subscription boxes, cosmetics, anything that comes out monthly. Find that total, round it up, and multiply it by 12. If you are driving right now, please do this later. Now, beside each total, look at the subscription service, whether it be TV, music, reading, or a product box. Beside it, write out the programs, products, or factors included in that subscription that you may enjoy the most. What I found, for example, is that my Netflix subscription was 80% watching Office reruns. I could have just instead bought the whole DVD set or downloaded the show, paid once, and saved the money that way. I could also rent movies for $5 a time instead of having a streaming service. Seeing as I personally don't enjoy watching much television, that works for me. Another was paying $10 for a news app. I decided that I could read the news, local news for free instead just on Facebook. I get a lot of the news updates that way. I do get a ton of value with Amazon Prime having delivery, entertainment, and music for about $150 a year. Prime also includes free workouts for mornings. And when I can't get outside, I can save on a gym membership. I also get value from FabFitFun as I have the select membership and where I get to pick what's in my box. Much of what those items include are kitchen products, pullover, skincare, and jewelry, things that I needed anyway. And I'm getting at heavily discount. I did cancel that for a minute though. And then I got it right back just because I really liked what I was getting in the box. Um, With Audible, um, actually saving as most books that I read are going to cost more than $20. Most new books will cost more than $20. And you use a credit, a credit is going to be around $17 a month. So you use a credit to listen to the book that you want. I had Kindle for a while, but I ditched Kindle because I'd just rather buy books a la carte and read them the old fashioned way. If I'm not going to listen to them, a library, you can get a free library membership locally and you can just continue to rent books from the library. You can even rent free eBooks from the library. Um, I also like to borrow and buy books from people that I'm in a book club with. I can buy them at a used bookstore. I love used bookstores. With books, when I include the audio and traditional, I go through around 100 of those a year. I actually read over 100 books a year. When I consider the costs, I am saving money using an Audible subscription instead. Um, my Spotify membership, it includes Hulu, which I do watch from time to time, but my Spotify membership is where I listen to most of my podcasts and music. And since I use Spotify at one of my jobs, I can actually write that off in my taxes. All of my subscriptions now total at a, at under $1,000 a year, but I'm still looking to cut a few back if I eliminate HBO Max, for example, in which I don't watch as much as of recently, that would be almost $200 a year. These are just all of them things I'm thinking about. So weigh out your subscriptions and what you can do without. Eliminate those and you're going to be amazed at how much money you're saving per year. It's also reported that people are doing more subscriptions, picking up more subscriptions. I'm going to blame COVID for that, for keeping people in the house. But I'm going to challenge you, write down the costs. And let me know if you want in eleconomic at gmail.com what total you'll come up with. And I'm going to let you know what else that can buy you. Now, I just talked about eliminating subscriptions that's going to cost you financially. Uh, also, since it's a lifestyle podcast, want to talk about subscriptions where you subscriptions that are stopping you from living your best life and that you definitely need to unsubscribe from. So I'm going to name three habits we subscribe to that you should eliminate immediately. The first, eliminate listening to other people's opinions when going after something you really want. You cannot make epic moves if you seek approval. I'm going to say that again. You cannot make epic moves if you're seeking approval. Just about any time I find myself doing that lights me up from within, I can always recall being teased about it. Last year, I went on a global mission trip. That's something I've always wanted to do. And I had a neighbor in a purposeful, condescending tone ask me if I really thought I did anything impactful while doing mission work. Well, this person obviously had limiting beliefs that did not match up to mine, but he was uncomfortable with the fact that I went on a global mission trip. So he wanted to make himself better by putting me down. I'm also a pursuer of the aerial arts, which includes a lever hoop, silks, and poles. You know, fitness poles. I don't know if anybody's ever taken a pole dance fitness class. If you haven't, I highly recommend it. I love doing this as a workout and even teach pole fitness on the weekends. With this, I've had other women and acquaintances make judgmental remarks about it and reduce my character by alluding to the stigmas that happen with pole fitness, which the stigmas that most people have with pole dancing is not the same as what Hollywood likes to elaborate on, but people like to take that and run with it. So even with that, Even if that's something that you don't have any interest in doing, it's not okay to judge anyone else because their hobbies may not look the same as yours. Truth is, I'm serving others while I'm teaching dance. There are two of my hobbies that make me the happiest, serving people and teaching dance. I love teaching dance. I always come out of teaching dance with a high vibration, high energy. I know firsthand that I see that a lot of people don't see is I'm enriching lives of other women. I get to be a special part of memories and it just makes me love what I do. Therefore, I'm choosing to focus on how teaching pull makes me feel instead of the judgment that I receive from it. The judgment that comes from the people judging, it usually reflects their personal insecurities and they somehow think that they're going to win by bringing me down. But I know better than that. New York Times bestselling author Rachel Hollis said on her Instagram that no one who is doing more than you will judge you. I'm going to repeat that. No one who's doing more than you will judge you. This is a major truth bomb. I have two close friends who run successful businesses and both have stories of adversity that they face from society or people that were in their friend circle while they were starting their journey. I also know women who have been successful in selling online, whether it be through a multi-level marketing company or even their own adventures. Whatever your goals are, they have to make you happy and leave you feeling fulfilled you're always going to have someone trying to talk you out of this, but their opinion of you is really none of your business. Again, that's another Rachel Hollis quote. Someone else's opinion of you is none of your business. If someone is being negative, feel free to set a boundary around that opinion, um, someone that's close to you, and let them know that you really didn't ask for their opinion. You can even thank them for that opinion, but get to be that person and say, hey... Good thing it is that I get to make the decisions for myself because I'm in charge of my happiness. If that person who's given you negative opinions can't respect that, then that's going to show you that they nor their opinions will belong in your space. Second, eliminate being held back by fear. Pitbull said it best. Fear can be an acronym for forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. Fear is best bought by having faith have faith in your creator have faith in your goals and most of all have faith in yourself fear is not just an inhibitor fear can be a thief of your joy people who don't live their best lives uh, they find ways people who live their best lives do not live in fear or try to live in fear if you have fears which is normal you face those fears while some fear is rational fear of getting shot fear of You know, dying, fear of losing someone close to you. Those are rational fears. But most of your fears when you're pursuing something you want to do, when pursuing your goals, they're just prayers for something you don't want. So focus on what can go right versus what can go wrong in your life. Find solutions to your fears. Have backup plans for your plans. Be open to talking about your fears with someone that you trust, someone that you can be vulnerable with. I once feared starting this podcast because I was afraid that, one, no one would listen, Or I was afraid I would get cyberbullied. You see it all the time on Facebook. You see people getting cyberbullied for having different opinions or having the courage to speak out for what they believe. But having faith, I have found that I have more listeners than I predicted for the first 10 episodes, and I've gotten a ton of positive feedback from my listeners. My only regret in all this is not starting my podcast sooner. COVID, if, if COVID was good for anything, may have just been that kick in the butt that I needed to finally pursue this dream of mine. This leads to the third and final habit that you need to unsubscribe from, and that is procrastination. You will never do your best if you put things off until the last minute. I find that whatever task, I always do a better job the sooner I start that task. Much of the content on this podcast was actually weeks worth of ideas that were written down into my phone or on a pen and paper and putting that together. I brainstorm all the time ideas of what I want to put into this podcast. You have to give yourself ample time on any project, allow time to proofread and polish anything before you present the final product so you can be proud of what you're presenting. This should come down to work, getting ready for a big event, or even projects you appoint to yourself. Achieving your goals is a way to show yourself some love. You are doing an act of service that benefits you, so that way you're showing yourself self-love. So that's it. Hit unsubscribe on Negative Opinions, fear-limiting beliefs, and procrastination to live your best life. Now, when it comes to your monthly subscriptions, again, write them down, weigh the costs, and decide for yourself if they are worth it. Then finally, love yourself, take care of yourself, and never be afraid to be yourself. I certainly hope you enjoyed episode number 10 of the Budget Babe podcast. If you don't already, hit subscribe and let me know what you think. Thanks again for listening. And next week, I have a real treat for you as I'm interviewing a new doctor and you don't want to miss it. Hey again, it's Ella from Budget Babe Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a review letting me know what you think. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Ella Conomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I would love to connect with you and hear what you think. Thanks again.